Trumpet Selena, joined today by male stripper Billy Rock. Hey, hey there. How's it going? Pretty good. Awesome. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thanks for coming out here. Um, and it is 96 degrees outside, so it's hot. We're about to be sweating, but we're going to get into some very important things. Absolutely. It's like the hottest day of the week. Yeah. <laughs> and it's been pretty hot this week. Yeah, it's been pretty hot this week. I'm like about to bust out my AC, so it's a... Uh, you know what? I feel like New York is like very jealous right now because it's like cold and rainy. It's like 45 degrees out there. Absolutely. And, yeah. I know. We're right here in the sunshine. The best hey. place to be. <laughs> Cali, baby. Out. Hey, I love that. Cali, baby. You know it. <laughs> so every episode, we begin with a segment we call Historical Hose. And this week's Historical Ho is Begum Samru. So I got my information from National Geographic and an article called India's Forgotten Power Broker, Begum Samru. And I got more information from Wikipedia and then Hors of Yore, as always. So, Begum Samru was born Farzana Zeb Unnisa in 1753. Not much is known about her early life. Some historians claim she was the daughter of a Muslim nobleman. Others claim she was an orphan raised in a kotha which is kind of like a version of a strip club, a, quote, traditional Indian house of pleasure and debauchery where women dance for rich men. So like a strip club. Regardless of that particular point, Farzana was living and dancing in a katha by the age of 14. It was there that she met 45-year-old Austrian mercenary Walter Reinhardt. And just to say, she is, again, 14 years old, and this man is 45. Anyway, Walter Reinhardt, a.k.a. the Butcher of Patna, after he slaughtered 150 Englishmen in 1763. A little lay on the professional energy. Crucial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, a uh, lovable pedophile. Not to be underestimated, Farzana decided to team up with Reinhardt and become a mercenary herself. It was the 1700s um, in... India, and that was like a chaotic time in Indian history. The Mughal Empire ruled the majority of the subcontinent, but they faced numerous mutinies from warlords. To suppress these insurrections, they hired mercenaries. Farzana charmed the Mughal rulers, so they gave her the name Begum, which was a title of reference. And Reinhardt nicknamed his child concubine Le Sombre for her somber demeanor. So go figure, this child was not stoked to be married to a substantially older man. Anyway, that name, Le Sombre, morphed into Samru. Reinhardt died only a decade later in 1778. And when he died, he left Begum Samru in command of his army in the kingdom of Sardana. She ruled over this kingdom for five decades. Mughal kings would ask her to help keep rivals away, and she proved to be incredibly adept at managing her army and negotiating deals with warlords threatening the Mughal Empire. Beyond her military accomplishments, she also had a prodigious love life. She took many lovers and had all kinds of fascinating relationships. She made death pacts, she stabbed herself at a point during like some kind of battle to like get away from the enemy, and then like her lover saw her like bleeding, and then he shot himself, and 
all kinds of other crazy stuff. So very cool. It's hardcore. Very hardcore, right? <laughs> uh, so when Reinhardt died, Begum co- converted to Catholicism, and she built this basilica. Previously, I think she was um, Muslim. So she converted to Catholicism, built a basilica, and changed her name to Joanna, naming herself after Joan of Arc, another warrior queen, Hala. So she died in 1836 with a fortune of 5.5 million gold marks, which in today's money would be $40 billion. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) So she was buried under the basilica she built, and an 18-foot marble statue of her was erected near the altar. But after she died, of course, per usual, the British seized her property and her palace became a bank. So uh, colonization at its bay at its best. And this is the Balin story of the warrior courtesan Begum Samru. This week's historical hoe. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here we are. Um. So I have been watching your interviews, <laughs> and they're very like very sweet you are very like um like you're just a very sweet person like the way that you handle dancing and your story and I kind of want to just begin from the baseline of like how you got into dancing I know everybody asks you this question but you have an interesting story because it's a long story yeah absolutely so I got into dancing when I was um, a construction worker I was well when I met the guy that got me and I was 19 years old so I was really tired. I was at the barber shop just another Friday, getting off of work, purely exhausted, you know, dirt on my face, dirt all over my clothes, and um, just drinking a tall can of beer. Got my little paper bag on it, you know. 19 years old. 19 years old, yeah. <laughs> Very with the, legal. With the brother's ID. <laughs> I had that since I was like 15, but oh. that's another story on its own. Uh-huh. And, uh I'm just sitting there and I'm just drinking. I'm just like thinking, yeah, I just got a, another hard week's pay in and feeling like a, an accomplished man, you know, I guess mm-hmm. that that's the terminology I would use. Yeah. Uh, I, I got different aspects or different looks on that today, but you know, that's how I thought <laughs> back then. And um, this guy, he came in and he's wearing a sheriff's uniform and I'm just like, all right, cool. But in his <laughs> other hand, he has a, a beer and he goes and he sits down and I'm like, oh shit, uh, you know, I, I'd see my beer and I put it away, but I didn't see that he had his, you know, and then, and then I saw it and I was like, oh man, is it cool with my barber, you know? And he's like, no, that's a stripper, man. He's just he's a male <laughs> dancer. He's, um, he's going to do his last show. He's going to retire. And I thought that was so interesting. I was like, how old was he? Like, uh, 37 oh, okay. at the time. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he had only done it for five years. He got in at 32. Oh, that's so interesting. I love that. He was actually a real cop beforehand. So I don't think I ever what? talked about that before. <laughs> oh yeah. my God, he was a real cop beforehand. Yeah, I'll be cool with me okay. saying that. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that's cool. He was a real cop. Got fired for reasons I, I don't I don't really know. But okay. He, uh, I know he resorted to working as a personal trainer, uh-huh. LA Fitness, and then he became a male, st- uh, male stripper as well. And uh, here he was, you know, retiring, doing his last show at the barbershop. And I'm, you know, scared, thinking what's going on. And all of a sudden, I see him crack his beer open. I'm like, what's going on? You know, and my <laughs> barber tells me. And I'm just like, I want to do that. Uh-huh. Here I am, 19, just 
worked my ass into the ground, you know. Yeah, I mean, construction is high impact and long hours. Yes, we were doing like minimums of 10 hours back then. Oh my God, yeah. Mandatory weekends. It was, it was, um, it was very tiring, you know. Yeah, that's a lot of work. Absolutely. And uh, I heard, you know, like this guy makes money taking his clothes off for women. Yeah. (laughs) No way. And here I am, skinny little Doug at the time. And skinny little Doug is like, Got all these tattoos because mm-hmm. you know, I had to be cool back when I was 19. And oh. <laughs> get them all done, and then you know, it just looked like a bunch of permanent marker written all over me. And, oh man! But you know, I to had to be big 19 dreams. though. <laughs> 19, yeah. yeah. I had big dreams, you know. I always, I was always dreaming. So when I seen that, I was like, it popped into my head. I was like, you know what? I could do that too. I want to do that. And so I asked my barber to introduce me to the guy, and he was like, all right, you know, let's. We'll see what we can do. And you know, he hollers at him. He comes over. He talks to me. And he's like, you know, you got to work out, man, right? Like, because you're a skinny little dude, you know? He's like, do you even lift, bro? Yeah. <laughs> I think that was before I ever heard that one. Yeah. But that's the perfect uh, mm-hmm. perfect slogan for that. Uh-huh. And um, I'm like, dude, you don't know me. I'll do whatever it takes. Like, I got heart, dude, you know? Uh-huh. And um, he was like, all right, well... I'll give you my number and, you know, we can talk about this. You can start working out and send me some progress, progress pictures and we'll, we'll go from there. And I was like, all right, let's do it. You know, like Mm -hmm. I was really excited. So Mm -hmm. I I got his number and, um, you know, I'm at the barbershop. I still get my hair cut by that barber today. (laughs) Shout out to Johnny against the grain barbershop, Covina. Hell yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> and um Lo- loyalty. Yeah, absolutely. And drive all the way over there from Cerritos, but um yeah, that's that's basically how I got in. And And you were okay, so you started working out and you were working out for all like you said uh in another interview like 18 months. Yeah, so um around the 1 year mark is when he was you know, he like, saw your gains. Yeah, he saw the gains. Yeah. And he was like, okay, you can, you know, we can get you going. But every three months to six months, I would send him pictures. Uh-huh. And I remember the first three months when I sent him the picture, mm-hmm. he was like, that's cute, bro. Like, <laughs> keep going, you know? Yeah. And uh, I just, I stayed at it, you know what I mean? And it took about a year before mm-hmm. he considered me. And then about three months after that. So it was about 15 months to 18 months, so, somewhere around that mark. And uh, that's when I did my first show. He, um, well, the thing was, he talked to this guy, Flash. Flash is this, like, 6'4", black dude, huge, ripped, you know, and <laughs> I'm just, like, looking at this guy's pictures, and I'm like, I got to meet this guy, Flash? <laughs> he's like, he's going to kill me, man. <laughs> you know, and I was just like, dude, I, I'm not like that, yeah. you know, but I was like, all right, let's do it. So he gets it set up with Flash, and Flash was like, you know, I'll give this white boy a shot. <laughs> and um, a couple weeks beforehand, he wanted to give me a little feel for it. So here comes David Angel. He's um his real name's David, dance name Angel. He's like a legend. He goes back with Hollywood, Godfather Hollywood and Angel. They were like the big stripping gurus of the, you know, male strip industry in the late 90s, early 2000s. These were like if you had a, a bachelorette party back then, you know exactly who I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> these guys were the they were the shit. Yeah. yeah. And here, you know, Angel is about to retire too. Also, like, 38, 39 years old. Still good-looking dude. You know, he could Mm -hmm. get away with it for a while. All these guys take care of themselves. Yeah, I mean, it's also, like, I think women tend to like older men. Like, there's just generally, like, they're fine. 
at that age preference you know like it's not the same with female strippers for sure there's a lot more discrimination but I agree as a male stripper like it sounds like at 38 you would still have a career you know if you wanted to yes I have uh, a friend that's 50 years old currently and he's still doing it oh he should oh yeah shout out AJ Steele He's super buff and everything, but uh, back to the story. Yeah, back to the story. Okay, so uh, about 18 months, like you said, goes by. I'm working out and everything. Got the pitch, um, got in the introductory. We're here with David Angel now, and uh, we, we pulled up to his house, and we're getting ready to go to a show, and I'm just supposed to watch, right? And uh, I'm like, all right, cool. So I don't drink or anything. I'm dead sober. And I remember calling my godfather up while I was in the car, and I'm like outside of their house. I'm meeting up with Tim, um, the the guy from the barbershop, Tim mm-hmm. Maddox. And then um, Angel, we're meeting at his house, and I got an address, but I put the wrong one in. So I think I'm in front of it, and I call up my, my godfather, who was an actually a male stripper as well him and my dad back in the chippendales in the 80s oh my god yeah. hell yeah, yeah sugar shack <laughs> it's, in your, it's in your blood <laughs> yeah you know yeah. and i didn't know this at the time uh-huh. you know so when i get on the phone with my godfather i'm like dude you know i'm, I'm going with these guys and i'm really nervous and he's like what are you nervous about you're not going to strip and i'm like i don't know do you just like being in this this environment i never thought this was gonna come like i'm yeah. nervous you know he's like pump your nuts up dude you know? <laughs> pump your nuts up <laughs> what does that even mean <laughs> i'm like all right so I, I grab a handful i'm like let's go no it's good <laughs> but um i, I called the guys up and they're like dude you got the wrong address so oh shit finally get over there yeah oh shit <laughs> but, yeah i mean it's like also like you know southern california you get the wrong address you could be like 30 minutes, minutes in an hour <laughs> wait <laughs> yep, yeah exactly it was 15 minutes so it's that's not bad the, okay yeah that's it's bad. probably on the shorter end but yeah still you know it makes a difference when mm-hmm. you're on schedule with, with shows you know yeah you for wanna... sure i mean especially because like these shows don't run that long right they're like like an hour an hour yeah, yeah. so like 15 minutes like and, and then yes exactly so it's a big yeah. you know that's 25 percent. yeah and then you got multiple shows in a night you want to mm-hmm. be on time as much as possible because you don't want to mm-hmm. piss the girls off too yeah totally yeah not I mean, like they have their hour too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so I finally get to the right address, meet up with David Angel, meet up with Tim, you know, big old buff dudes, like older, handsome motherfuckers, you know, like, <laughs> this is what I got to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. You know, and uh, I, I'm pumped, but I'm nervous as hell. You know what I mean? This is like, I've done a lot of shit since then and I was yeah. getting my feet wet. You know yeah, what I mean? That yeah. was, that was nerve wracking, you know? I totally I, get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get nervous to this day for everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even just something as small as come talk to you right now. Like I always get that, you know, I oh, think it's, yeah. I think it's the showmanship, you know, like a real oh, yeah. showman. They always get You're that. You're just very you know? professional, you know, like you have this energy that you like want to bring to everything. And then like, you know, you don't want to go lower than that. Yeah, There's exactly. There's like this pressure. <laughs> Once you set that bar, you want to keep yeah, meeting it. You yeah, know what for I mean? sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so we get there. I'm like, dude, is uh, they're dressed up nice. You know, they're like in suits and stuff. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. I think they're stripping in suits, but mm-hmm. they got these costume bags, which I don't oh. do. I come show, I show up dressed, but mm-hmm. you know, I, you take and leave stuff from guys. But they, yeah. they, these dudes, you know, I give it to them. They would come suited up have their costume bags and they would go get ready for the show and then they'd still somehow Wait, be where did they time. go? Did they like just go? Where did they go? They go to like get... the bathroom. Okay. You know, okay. they ask for a room or, you know, oh, okay. last resort would be the bathroom. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't mention that. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they like their space. but No, um, I mean, I totally get that but it's also like, you know, you, whenever you think of like a male stripper situation, it's kind of like the cop knocks on the door. They're like the male or like the whatever, you're 
postal worker knocks on the door and then it's like does somebody order a package you know like so the whole entry is like its own setup yes that's what i changed that's why i changed it Uh i pioneered shit in my own direction but you know back then that's the thing i didn't like about it but i respected them because they yeah it was like one of those things where they're like big dogs well they're like veterans they're like veterans in the game exactly so they're just like oh the girls if they're like oh it's supposed to be a surprise like oh well, you know, we're here. Oh, well, so we we're need a bedroom. Here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two very tall buff guys or yeah. whatever, two very buff men. <laughs> yeah, but as I got, you know, older and more into the industry, I felt like it was better to give the girls that fantasy, you know, mm-hmm. show up. Like yeah, cop, like reality, like, like changing, yeah. <laughs> yep. But, um, yeah, so they're dressed up nice, showed up. You know, we um, say what's up to the guys, meet Angel. He loved my energy. That's the first thing he said. He was like, this guy's crazy, you know. I was like, I'm <laughs> up. I'm like ah, let's go, motherfuckers. You know? <laughs> and then uh, we get to the car, and I remember my friend, he had a four-pack of wine. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, whoever wants one. And um, I was driving, so I was like, oh, you know, I'm cool. Mm-hmm. And I fucked it. I regret not drinking that wine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like, damn it. Uh, but we, okay, so I'm just supposed to watch, you know. And uh-huh. um and that's what my godfather told me to in the car. He, by the way, he knew that they weren't going to have me just watch. A little, <laughs> little spoiler alert. Okay. Wait, how did he know? He just had a hunch? Or did, this is the way they do it. Oh. They see if you have the, the cojones. Have the, uh, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they'll, just, they'll just go to the next guy. If not, you yeah, know. Yeah, totally. They want somebody that's going to just. Be ready. Like, you can't just. Just, just jump into you it. You can't talk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we get there and. um and um, I remember the show, he's giving the money to the girls, and I'm watching him, he's, this is big money to me back then, I mean, I'm working, you know, tw- 10, 12 hour days mm-hmm. in construction, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. tired as hell, like we yeah. discussed, and he's, he just gets handed, a, you know, 200 bucks, like, yeah. in a couple seconds, you yeah. know? I was like, whoa, dude, you know, <laughs> and this was his company, so uh-huh. he was getting the whole the whole fee, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, you know, this I could, I could dig this, you know what yeah. I mean, and I was like, I don't care. I'll do whatever it takes, you know? Mm-hmm. And then um, he was getting ready, and we're in a bathroom. So it was in, let me paint the picture for you. It was basically like a little public outing, like a like a library, like a public library almost. Oh. Like some teacher had the, some worker there or something had the keys. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Wait, they, for the show? Wait, they... Where we had the show at, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, it was some, pub, like some, some public pub- place that had a lot of books and stuff. That's you know? hilarious. Wasn't necessarily a library, but it was like a community center or something, you know? Okay, yeah. 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 <laughs> so we did it in one of the rooms there. Uh-huh. And they got, you know, big bathrooms. Uh-huh. And they got stalls yeah, and everything. Totally. Yeah, So they're in there, they're getting changed, and this is my first show, so I'm thinking they're all like this. You know, I'm like, okay, we're always going to have a big bathroom to get ready. Yeah. That's cool, you know? You never know, and it's the first time. Mm-hmm. Popping that cherry, you know? Yeah, right. <laughs> and, um... So the bag's laying on the floor, and, you know, Angel, he's oiling up, and he looks up at me, and he's like, yo, Billy. And I'm like, at the time, he called me Doug, because I didn't have Billy Rock yet. (laughs) He's like, yo, Doug. He's like, Uh toss this... this uniform on you know mm-hmm. or, or he goes pick a uniform that's what he said he's like pick a uniform and i'm like what do you mean and he's like get dressed like we're gonna throw you in for free oh, no no this is what it was i'm sorry it's been so many years you know mm-hmm. but, yeah totally um so we were talking when he was getting the money from the girls he said i'm throwing him in for free on the oh, spot right there he t- you told them he told them that ah. and i had no idea what was going on i'm like yeah. i just looked like, and, and, what? He, <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes right man 
And uh, <laughs> the girl was like, no, it's okay. He's like, no, no, no. I'm throwing him in. Don't worry. And, and, and he's like, right? He looks over at me, you know, for uh-huh. those who are listening. I'm looking over my shoulder. And that's Angel looking at me. Yeah. And, and, and you know, I, I'm in response. I'm like, uh, you know, I take a big gulp. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. You got it. Uh, yep, I yep. will. <laughs> so when we get back to that restroom, I'm thinking, man, it's always going to be like this, a big restroom. That's kind of cool. But, dude, I'm nervous as hell. And he's got the suitcase on the floor, and he's putting the oil on. And yeah. he's like, Doug, put on a pick – a, pick a costume, man. And yeah. I'm like, you, you're serious? I thought I'm just supposed to watch. And he goes, okay, you just watch. And he mm. goes, I'll, no problem. I'll find somebody else who wants to do this next time. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can just watch tonight and drive us around. How about that? Mm. And I was like – fuck you <laughs> i was like no nope. i was like damn it and and i'm a construction worker yeah. right so i'm looking in the bag and i see something familiar i see some tool bags yeah. hard hat some gloves <laughs> well i didn't wear gloves back then that's why i got some injuries on these hands but <laughs> those are those are other stories but yeah, um, yeah. but yeah you know we we had um he had all the equipment as a construction worker and i was like that's home that's what i'm gonna get you know mm-hmm. so i grab it all yeah it's like a little bit of comfort in like this new world in like this very sticky situation and you're like jumping into like the ice cold pool of this you're mm-hmm. like give me like a little yes. like a little something to yes. latch on to yes straight ice bath and <laughs> got a little bit of a blow dryer hit me yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah I, I put on that that construction worker uniform and I remember just thinking, like, oh, my God, and, you know, I pray. I'm like, in the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit. <laughs> Dear God, help me be please, a good male stripper and make God. it through the night. <laughs> Come on, Dad, shine down on me. <laughs> Show me what you got, yeah. man. <laughs> and, um, yeah, you know, that was that was quite interesting. I put it on, and we went out there, and I'm watching him, and it, this is crazy to me. This dude's, like, body rolling, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, and I'm just like wow like i can't do that that's crazy <laughs> i thought i always knew how to dance right Cause yeah I, I was that that you know i was a white boy that grew up in the hood with all the latinos and stuff so <laughs> you know i was always chilling with everyone you know the brothers yeah and um i always thought i knew how to dance you know but yeah. i didn't know how to dance and I, I figured that out when i went to construction but when mm-hmm. i used to go to those clubs and i was like using my brother's fake id <laughs> as a construction worker 18 19 mm-hmm. that was the highlight of my life and I definitely realized that was not the business. <laughs> so wait, at this point you were like 21, right? Uh, yes, yes. So at this point, about 18 months later, I'm about 20, 21, almost 22 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, so uh, so he's dancing, he's getting down, he's doing the body rolls and stuff, and I'm just like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I thought I knew how to dance, but that's fucking dancing right there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's exotic dancing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Um, and, you know, it was about to be my turn to go up. And I'm just, you know, I'm so nervous. Like, my, my jaw is chattering at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like my hands I get are like, it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's your fucking audition in this, in essence. Yeah, absolutely. This is the audition. This is what, is, this is what my life has come to. Yeah. <laughs> so I, um, I was like, all right, man, here we go. And uh, the angel was, like, telling Tim, he's like, hey, we're gonna, our Maddox, we're going to have him do lay down, which is a game where the girl's laying on the floor of the bachelorette, oh, yeah, birthday yeah. girl, they put money all over her, and you pull it off, you know, I pull it off to usually like the the Freak Me song, but mm-hmm. you know, you pull it off to anything really, anything yeah. slow, sensual, and you uh-huh. use your teeth, you know what I'm saying, and you uh-huh. like grind, uh-huh. he's like trying to throw me in on that before even a lap dance. And Yeah, I mean, that's kind of smart though, because it has like a format, you know, like... 
Yeah, but they but didn't tell me how what to do before, you know, real quick. <laughs> but uh, Tim was like, "No, we can't do that to him. He's he's too green, bro. He don't know. Yeah, he, he no, dude, don't do that. Yeah. To him. You're already torturing the kid enough, yeah. man. I remember him saying that. Like he yeah. didn't agree with doing that to me, you know. <laughs> he was like threw you in the fire. Yeah, but <laughs> like now you need to like be very controlled with your body and do this very sensual thing. Yeah. <laughs> guess what? It was not like that, girl. Let me no. tell you. Let me tell you how it went down. Okay. Okay. So um I put on this song. It was um my me and my dad used to like vibe to this song when we were when when I was a kid and you know, before uh he like passed, you know, we were like probably eleven, twelve years old and it came out, it was uh Nelly Ride With Me. Mm-hmm. And uh oh, yeah. I was always, you know, like into Ride that song. With me. Yeah. Pass me the L in the backseat. And um uh, yeah, I remember my dad would just be like throwing his fingers. He didn't know what he was doing, you know. He was like goofing, you know what I'm saying? He, was yeah. just he got older. He didn't care anymore. He was just throwing his fingers around. Yeah, you know? and, he was being uh, a dad. Yeah, he was being a dad at that point. And that came back to me. <laughs> <laughs> so he just like started doing the finger twisting. Yes. Like <laughs> and Tim smacked me on the back of the shoulder. <laughs> Tim smacks me on the back of the shoulder. He's like, get in there. <laughs> Man, and I go over to the girl and I remember just like I got on her like a fucking jackrabbit. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh my god, it was just like Not- was, Oh my god, it was horrible. You know <laughs> nothing more sensual than a real jackrabbit thrust situation. <laughs> she looks scarred. Oh man. And then it gets worse. Okay. It, it gets, gets worse. worse. Gets Trust worse. me. Okay. So after that, she's like looking up at me, like, like, like these eyes, like, "What are you doing to me?" You know? And I'm like, oh, "I'm sorry." Like, I'm sorry. My I hips. Don't know what I'm doing. They yeah. don't lie, and they say yeah. I'm very nervous right now. <laughs> Man, the, the jaw chatter done went to my lower back, girl. Oh. <laughs> Shit. It was like a full body chatter. Yes, and then all of a sudden those those thrusts. Knocked her over in the chair. Oh no! Yes, knocked her ass over, man. Oh my god! She like bops her head and like flies oh, back no. up. And I catch her head as it flies back up, and I'm like, "Oh, see, I got you!" Like trying to play like a she like know, you meant it. Yeah, like you know. Oh. I was like, "Oh man, shit!" You know, and the, they're like, "Oh my god!" You know, and I picked her back up. And, oh, I'm sorry, you know. I swooped her off, and then I. <laughs> I try to finish the dance by tearing off the pants, right? Because they're tearaway pants. Yeah. But guess what? What? These guys never told me how to tear them off. Oh, okay. And I mean, it should be self-explanatory, right? But, but you know not. what? These things, they <laughs> seem like they would be self-explanatory, but they're not. Nope. No, there's technique. There's technique in everything. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like three three tugs and a, and, and, and a snare. And they're gone. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't know that. And they didn't teach me that. Okay. Uh, that shit that shit takes time to get it down. It does. Yes. It's a craft. I would not know how to tear away pants. <laughs> like I feel like I would just end up like twisting myself into them. It's kinda what happened. Yeah. So check it out. One leg came off. Uh-huh. And I'm like tugging on these motherfuckers, right? So everyone's looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with them? Is he having a is he, is he okay? Is he a little like is he disabled? I mean, like, what's going on here? <laughs> so you brought the handicap stripper man like, oh you know? god <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> it's horrible 
fucking horrible. Who the fuck would keep doing this after that? After this happened to them, How who many would keep tugs going? did it take? Oh my god, it was probably like machine gun 20. <laughs> no. Like a full machine gun clip, man. It was crazy. <laughs> By the time the right side came off, the left side was like halfway off. It was stuck. And I slipped. I slipped on the pants. I, oh, no. I stepped on it and slipped on it. And my ass done fell on the floor now. No. <laughs> one pant leg on went off. No. <laughs> it was horrible. It made me think of like, like I thought of, um, what's that movie uh, where the, with Stifler and all those guys and he loses his virginity and to Nadia and he comes really fast in his pants. American Pie. Oh. You ever seen American Pie? I've never seen American okay. Pie. All right. If you guys have seen American Pie out there, you know that kind of like nerve wracking <laughs> feeling. That's what I had. <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious, man. And uh, I'm just like, I mean, it wasn't hilarious for me at the point. I'm like humiliated. Oh, you know? I'm laying on the floor. Like oh. like, oh my God, this is like the biggest embarrassment. But you know what? Nobody could accuse you of not having gone for it a hundred Ten percent, you know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're right. I realize that now, but back then I, I mean, was like, like that's these guys like are the never most dedicated, you know. Yeah, when you just jump in. Yeah, you just jumped in. Yeah, and I guess that's what that's what worked. And I thought for sure I was getting fired. You know, I was like one and done. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Great. You know. Mm-hmm. Cool. But no, uh, and you know, everyone had such like animosity the group towards me at this point because really? of all this. They didn't know it was my first time. But guess what? As soon as the guys told them it was my first time after it, everyone was so fucking nice to me. Aww. They changed in a heartbeat. And I was, like, scared. You know, I was like... How many guys was it? Um, So it was, was like, it? you know, us three dancers. But uh-huh. only two of us danced. And me and Angel. Uh-huh. And then um, Maddox was driving. Or, well, uh-huh. he was just hanging. And then there was... um, uh, For the girls, there was probably, like... I'd say eight or nine girls oh. and like three guys. So it was a guys. mixed group. Yeah. Oh, that's the point, so they, cool. Yeah. They asked me to dance on, on a gay guy at the time and uh-huh. I was like, just getting into this and I yeah. was like, all like, Oh no, I can't do that. You yeah. Know, my friends and all this. Uh-huh. And um, now I don't care. I'll dance on a gay dude. Bring him on over. Just put yeah. some, put some, put some dollar bills. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for some, real, right? Some twenties, baby. You yeah. Know? Fuck it. Pay me. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just dancing. But, yeah, it um, is. Back sure. then I had, you know, it was different. Yeah. And, um, I wish I would have told me that, but everyone was still nice. You know, they were mm-hmm. really nice at that point. And, and I felt like I kind of like came back from this. You mm-hmm. know? And I was like, there's no coming back from this. I'm done. I like failed. You know what I'm saying? And boom, oh, here yeah. I am. I'm yeah. back, you know? Yeah. So that was a, that was a pretty good feeling, and um, I was um, I felt accomplished at this point actually. Like yeah. I went from it was crazy like it's like tripolar going on you know like <laughs> yeah three so many different emotions at once. Well, it's like you had gone from like you know working your job and like putting in all of the hours that way, and then you spent like eighteen months preparing yourself and your body, and then you got thrown into this situation. Like, no guidance, no, like, this is how you strip, this is how you take away the pants, like, this is a routine. Yeah. (laughs) None of that. But you just, like, flew in, went hard, held nothing back, it sounds like, and, like, you know, you came out okay. (laughs) Yeah, maybe you should have held a couple things (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't... (laughs) The rabbit thrust? (laughs) You know, like, there's... I didn't know what else to do. But I mean, like, everybody... the rabbit thrust, I just stood there. Yeah, (laughs) it's like... Everybody has their baby stripper moment, you know, like every stripper has like that, you know, like there's the learning curve of like, how does this stripper move, you know, like, yeah. the, and the, I think the most common mistake with baby strippers is just going too fast. 
Yeah. It's just like that fear speed, you know? The yeah. fear sweat, fear speed combo. Yeah. That's kind of what makes you, though, you know? Yeah, That's totally. what separates us. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Not you, everyone can do it. You know no, not everyone can do it. And I think also, like, the huge thing is, like, a lot of people are like, oh, like, I'd love to do it. Like, can you, you know, share your trade tips and stuff? Like, help me. Like, I want to do it. And then, you know, you give them all this information and then they never show up. That's why they have it set up that way. Mm-hmm. Where you just jump them in. They just throw you into the fire. Like the gang, you, know? you know. Yeah, like, do you have you the cojones? Get me up or not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you, you got it or you don't? Yeah. And a lot of people don't, but you, like, did. And that that's, like, already, like, a massive accomplishment. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> you just think about it, like, everyone always, you know, applauds us for getting on tv or doing something like a show or just being on somebody's youtube channel or something like oh i could never do that like yeah you can you just gotta get over that fear yeah you, you just know? gotta do it's it all fear is what you it just gotta is. throw yourself in and like you know the first time is going to be a little foolish yeah that's the nature of it absolutely it's like the nature of learning any skill you nature know like of the beast yeah <laughs> you don't know like you just yeah. don't know until you know yeah definitely and um so right after that, we ended up doing two more shows. Mm-hmm. There's Hollywood. I mentioned him earlier. Hollywood mm-hmm. and Angel. Yeah. Still talk to him uh-huh. um, regularly. He's a he's a big timer in the business, and um, he was giving Angel shows. So An- he thought Angel was doing these shows. Oh. And um, and Angel was like, "I'm not dancing. I'm gonna have this kid dance." You know, yeah. Like he said he was retiring at that point once he met me. You know, and well, yeah. he told me that later, but he didn't tell me that night. But. Uh huh. He kind of scared me that night, too, because <clears throat> at the next two shows... Okay, I'll tell you how it went. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm, I yeah. like getting into the little descriptions. Go you for know? it, yeah. Uh, so we're cruising over to these next two... All right, I, I look at his phone. He shows me, like, the text message that comes in. It's like, attention, male dancers need... You know, I don't remember exact details, but need one male stripper, uh, 8 p.m., South L.A., you know, um, bachelorette party, eight girls, uh base pay at that time was 65 to show up you know 65 Mm -hmm. uh plus plus tips you know we all knew we were getting the tips but yeah hollywood always has to say that yeah (laughs) i don't know it's just he's just an anal guy (laughs) but um i remember seeing it and i was like sweet yeah i put yes you know fuck yeah let's go Uh (laughs) you know and uh boom and then he's like okay angel another show after you know south la as well do you want it so they're like right down the street from each other Uh and ooh, did i get like a crazy I, I feel like throughout my whole life like each experience I have has been kind of like crazy you know yeah. like when I jumped into something and it probably like helped me you know what I'm saying yeah. like those tough experiences like they make you stronger and shit you know so <clears throat> we uh we start heading over to the shows and this was a decent area where we're at you know at this community center mm-hmm. another it. community center no, no, no. At the first one. Oh, okay, it was yeah, a beautiful yeah. Area. Uh-huh. I think it was in like Downey. Okay. So it was like decent, you know. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're going to LA and I started seeing graffiti on the walls <laughs> and you know what I mean? Like some dark alleys and shit. Some motherfuckers You're down a the alleys. Boy, they don't too, fuck aren't around. you? You out in the county. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And um so we're 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 going through there and I'm just like, All right, all right, cool, cool. Mm-hmm. And um <laughs> Yeah, and then he's like, hey, we're, we're almost here, and I'm like, oh, shit, you know what I mean? This is the hood, you know? Like, yeah, you're yeah, in the hood. Yeah, we're in the hood. You know? And I kind of grew up in the hood. I grew up in Pomona, you know what I mean? But, okay. you know, I, just, I got away from it for a while, but, um, 
you know, when I started dancing, I went to, well, I go to the hood a lot yeah. now, you know what I mean? Right. And, um, that's mm-hmm. just part of the, that's part of the deal, baby. Yeah. You know, we live in LA. It is, yeah. it is what it is. And, uh, the hood's not so bad if you, you know, you're smart. You know I, mean? I mean, I'm like a hood creature, so yeah, I'm, you just gotta, I'm at yeah, peace in the hood. Streetwise, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so yeah, but we're getting there, we're in the hood, South Central, and, um, I'm like, shit, man, we're gonna, you know, I hope, like, somebody doesn't think I'm Sancho. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay. Get a shot. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, you know, some crazy, you know, I already, I'm already nervous as hell, and I'm yeah. getting, you know, crazy thoughts about, like, somebody's going to stab me or some shit, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, she could go down here, but no, man, everyone was cool as hell. You know, we went into the party, and the, I always started, like, for the most part since since then, a lot of, like, the ghetto parties are, like, some of the nicest people, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they tip the best, it's crazy. I like, mean, they totally, it's because it's, like, cultural in a way, it's, like, they know how the strip club works. Yep. A lot of people, like, in other situations, like, don't. But, like, because it's such, like, a cultural thing, you know, like, every song, like, it's, like, talking about how you behave in a strip club. Yep. Absolutely. You know, people get it. Yep. So, that's where I was. And here we are. <laughs> and these girls, I, I see the other dancer. Uh-huh. I <clears throat> uh, can't think of his name offhand. I can picture him right now. Maybe if we think of it later, I'll drop yeah, it in. Yeah, drop it. That's all good. But, um, so this tall-ass male stripper, buff as hell, he's wearing a fireman uniform, and he's, like, changing, and he's got this costume bag, and I always remember, you know, like, I remember sitting on the couch and looking at this guy, and thinking, wow, this is a badass dude, and he's got, like, all these different crazy costumes, and everything's authentic, it's yeah. really good stuff, you know, and Oh, wow, so, like, these are, like, legitimate, like, uniforms for yes. things and stuff? Wow. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and, he, and he's a legitimate male stripper, this is the real deal right here, uh-huh. you know, I'm... I'm getting in with a bunch of real deal dudes you know yeah Yeah. and i'm just like all right like cool like glad i'm jumping (laughs) in with the good guys you know (laughs) hope i make it you know (laughs) hope i survive in this sea full of sharks you know yeah and Mm -hmm. um yeah i i remember looking up to him and he didn't he was kind of an asshole he didn't really say hi and stuff you know just like why yeah, but like we ended up being cool later. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> he got to know me, and it's hard not to like me, you know. <laughs> you <laughs> gotta like, have a serious, I'm a real charming guy. <laughs> you gotta have a like, serious issue not like me, me man. <laughs> I'm a man of the people. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> sorry, gotta clear that throat. <laughs> yeah. Let me get some water real Go quick. Go for it. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking up to this guy, idolizing him, and I'm just like, whoa cool dude <laughs> i i gotta dance after this guy whoa what the hell man yeah you know, like that's intense mm-hmm. so the guy leaves and um you know i put the music in we put the the songs on so at this point did you have a playlist uh i was using i was using angels playlist okay so you had angels playlist so you kind of had something laid out had they given you any kind of tips on how to dance or like moves or did you kind of like figure things out a little bit since the first time this was the same night Oh, this was the same night. Yeah. Oh my god! So they yeah, threw I got you those into the two fire more shows. and shit. Yes. So then they they literally they just kept you rolling on three shows my first night. And by the way, this is not from Flash. Flash is scheduled for two weeks from now. Okay. Okay. This is two weeks before Flash. Flash is supposed to be my first show. Oh god, yeah. And my friend told Flash I already did like three gigs, so okay. he thinks that I'm you know, got a ready. little bit of experience. Yeah, but yeah. Thank God I actually got these because the truth is I ended up having three gigs under my belt. Matter yeah. of fact, I did shows the next weekend too. Right before I did a whole full schedule the next weekend, and I had took a friend with me, and he was like, "Man, you're good at what's this." What's a and stuff. like? What's a schedule typically? Like, how many would be in a night? 
like a, a good schedule is like two or three on a Friday and like three or four on a Saturday and five. <sighs> wow. Yeah. And maybe and you're just like Sunday, traveling all over one on Thursday. That's that. a great schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Traveling all over. So do they, do they compensate you for gas? Um, well, no, we're independent contractors. So okay. you know, everything's, yeah. and so that, that's how I understand it as a businessman too. Before I used to like be like these motherfuckers and shit, <laughs> but now as a businessman, I get it. Like, you know what I mean? Like we're independent contractors. Like I know it's different with the club. I know yeah. you probably have a different standpoint on that. Yeah. But as a male dancer in the private party industry, I mean it's a different thing. It's a different ball game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yep. Sa- same like same uh, like thought process, dancing, exotic dancing, but different different. Uh, D- yeah, it's a different business plan. Yeah, absolutely. It's mm-hmm. like playing uh, um, NFL and or, um, football and basketball. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, different. Yeah, absolutely. It's all dealing with a ball, but different games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, but back to that, I was I was dancing and uh, I was going crazy again, you know, and these are big girls, right, in the hood, and I'm like giving it to them, <laughs> smacking their booties and shit, you know, you know. Come on, baby, you know, and pulling on their hair, like, well, getting into it, you know. And, you know, there's like, I remember there was smell and shit a little bit, you know what I mean, some of the girls, but I was treating them like they were the most beautiful women in the oh, world. Oh, they were a little stinky? A little stinky. <laughs> yeah, a little stinky. I but, mean, that's part of it, though, you know. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you go into this prepped, looking nice, groomed, smelling right, you know, all of that, but, like, they don't, like, this is their night off. They don't give a fuck. They're, they're the ones paying for it. Exactly, they they're the ones paying the for it, so it's, like, exactly, so people yeah. do, and they, they do show up however the fuck they do. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and I, I agree with it, and I'm, <clears throat> you know, I'm totally cool with it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I showed them a really good time, and at the end, oh, I remember, this is where Angel scared me, I remember you uh, mentioned that. So okay. he was scaring me because he was just giving me this throughout the whole show. I remember I'm smacking ass, you know, like picture yeah. that, like, you know, a room, a bunch of big women in there and just going around there all laughing, mm-hmm. drinking, spilling drinks everywhere and shit. Yeah, yeah. And here's Angel and Tim just sitting on the couch. Here's Tim clapping, fucking laughing his ass mm-hmm. off. Angel, no emotions, just strictly focused, looking at me and what I'm doing, like just dead stare, right? Mm-hmm. With a tiny smirk on his face. Hmm. Smirk. And I don't know how to read this guy, right? He's a very mysterious guy. Yeah. And I'm just like, what's going what's going through his head? Yeah. And um I was, <laughs> what's I was up, worried. I'm like, am I getting fired? What the fuck? You know? And at the end of the show, he only had like one I think it was like one good question for the girls. There might have been a couple questions, but one that I'll never forget. Uh-huh. And he was like, So ladies, you guys have a good time tonight? Yes, yeah, of course. Da, da, da. All right. Who did you have more fun with? Who did Ooh. you enjoy more? Okay. You know, the 6'2", studded out, guy walking on his hands, doing backflips and Whoa. shit. Okay, or yeah. crazy ass fucking kid. You know? Yeah, crazy kid. <laughs> yeah, crazy kid. And uh, I was calling myself Mr. Fresh Fresh at this point. Oh, okay. that's... <laughs> did you like Fresh Fresh? That's precious. It was hilarious. <laughs> And because uh, my name was like Dougie Fresh, and I just oh went with that. You know? Like everyone called me Dougie Fresh. I used Dougie to like iron my boxers in high school and stuff. I was like super like clean and Aww. pressed. You know? And um, hygiene. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, he's like, did you like you know Mr. Fresh Fresh or or the other no, guy? No, Mr. Fresh Fresh or the other guy. Yeah, and uh, the girls were like, we like hands down. You know the kid. You know I'll just call me the kid. I like that the better. Kid. <laughs> the kid. The kid. That's so cute. You know, and um, and he was like, why? And they're like, the other guy was 
fine as hell. He's tall, like buffed out, all this stuff. Great costume, all that playlist mm-hmm. music. But he didn't have personality. Yeah. He was like, treated us like we were just a quick dollar bill, and that was it. This guy truly cared. He made us feel loved, made us feel like happy, like we were hot bitches, you know, for one night. You know what I mean? Oh my God. That's and, so sweet. Yeah. And that's how, exactly how they said it. He said, made us feel like hot bitches. I'll never forget that. You know? <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. That's good. so precious. Yeah. I was like, I enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, um, and that was a that was a little marking point. And we went to the next show. Nothing too remarkable, but afterwards, I remember David. Um, you know, we wanted to get some food. I was hungry too. Yeah, I mean, you've been working up a sweat to say the least. <laughs> Absolutely. And these guys do not eat carbs. It's so funny. Oh God. So we went to Jack in the Box and they got plain meat patties by itself. Okay, I didn't even know you could order like that. Yep. And okay. then uh and then we went and we got tacos and then just uh, the meat? Well, Tim ended up picking out and he got a couple tacos at this point. He's Aww. like, "Fuck it." He's like, "Come yeah. on, Angel, let's do it." Angel's like, "No way." He's so disciplined. Yeah, he's like, "You know how fucking old I am, man." <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, "This like, will stick not, to me." He's like, "I cannot fuck around. This shit will stick to my stomach." And that's how he, <laughs> he always talk like such assertive like intelligence. I love that guy. <laughs> like, it will stick to my fucking stomach, man. Like, no, no way, dude, no. <laughs> And fucking just eat the meat, bro. Eat Protein. Just, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we like. I, I fucking get it. I'm tripping out on these guys, you know? Yeah. Because well, at this time, I'm like, I can eat Jack in the Box and be ripped. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, well, I mean, you're like 21 at that yeah, point. Yeah, you know, ranch <laughs> and curly fries and everything. You yeah. Know? I'm paying for it. You mm-hmm. know, I paid for it later. I still pay for it to this day in other ways, you know? <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah, you know, it's definitely it gets a lot harder at that age. But I had a question for him. I was like, why did you. Um, why, why didn't you give me that stare, bro? Like, mm-hmm. it was like a death stare, you know? And he's yeah. like, because you have so much potential. Oh. He's like, I got a Cadillac here and everybody's got a bunch of Fords and fucking Chevys and shit. He's like, I got a Caddy, baby. That's so sweet. And I was oh like, so excited, you know? <laughs> I was like, yeah, here we go. We're going we're gonna to ride this Cadillac. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know this is saying? like, oh my god, this is like such a sweet like brotherhood moment too. Like that he was like that he had this seriousness about your potential and like you know looked at you and was like, you know, this guy, he's a good one. Yeah. Like I'm gonna put in this work, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and I remember, I just remember since you said that <laughs> this one time. Oh my god, I'll jump off off topic real quick. But, <laughs> okay. Um, we were doing a show, and I think it was my first show after that night. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm excited, man. We're talking about this shit the whole ride, you know. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we're drinking. He likes to drink, you know. We're drinking, and unfortunately, I was driving, which is stupid, you know. But, <laughs> you know, I not I'm not 100 percent innocent, man. You know what I mean? I've, I've done some dirt, you know. But fair enough, you know. Uh, it's being human, but mm-hmm. um, anyway, back to the deets. Uh, so we, we're we're on this way to the show. It was at a hair salon. It's quite interesting, and um, it was this girl's, no gay guy's birthday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at this point, I was kind of like, you know, a little weird about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I was uncomfortable to be honest. I don't want to. I didn't. I didn't feel comfortable doing it. You know, but you now, identify as like a straight man. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I didn't. So I didn't. No, it wasn't. Comfortable and I mean, it's me. also just like you know, for straight men, it's it's uh, not familiar territory kind of catering to men and women yes yeah so it was a little it was a little different to me and uh-huh. like i said now i'm a lot 
more cool and open-minded but i'm still not gay i'm still straight you know what i mean but like yeah but I mean, i'm down to make some money fucking money <laughs> as long as it's as long as it's like you're keeping your your shit to yourself yeah like, yeah make some money just you know? be respectful absolutely so uh anyway talking about respect so we're doing the, the lay down game mm-hmm. remember i told you you put the bachelorette on the floor you put yeah the, yeah the dollars on her uh-huh well uh so we have another one called reverse lay down and angel thinks he's cute because he had me do the lay down uh-huh. and I was looking at him the whole time like you bastard because mm. they were putting dollars in this dude's underwear Oh, and I, they want me to get it out of my teeth you know and I'm like what the fuck man mm-hmm. so I'm like I don't know you know this dude got crabs and shit you guys tripping you know what I'm saying so I, oh my I opened gosh. it up and I'm pulling them out like with my hand I'm just pulling the dollars out I'm like nope ain't going down there you know <laughs> and then we get to the reverse lay down so this is when the dancer lays down and they put the dollars on. The oh dancer yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the birthday or the, the and so like what do you guest of what are you wearing? Are you just like I'm in a thong in this thong point. at this point? Yeah, yeah. just uh-huh. fucking cheetah th- picture a cheetah thong. Aw, like cute. White ass butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> he was wild. <laughs> white butt cheeks, everything else tan as fuck. <laughs> There's always something like so precious about like just the lighter tone that butt cheeks tend to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like several uh, shades lighter <laughs> oh my god it's hilarious you know you just see my short like imprints from wearing Aww. my shorts summertime oh it's like no tanning before at this i figured point. out the yeah. tanning bed you know yeah yep. and um yeah that that was a uh, was an interesting point because they put the dollars all over me mm-hmm. and they put them like fucking on my ass crack too and they made me lay on my oh, belly oh and so you're in a thong so it's kind of well is it like g-string like mm-hmm. up your ass type yep, right yep. up the ass right know? up the ass right up fucking ass yeah. <laughs> and I'm gonna strapping those dollars in that fucking thong, man. They're putting it oh, close to the ass crack and everything, you know. And I was like looking at Angel, my face was bright red. And I get this big old vein right here it pops out of my haze. forehead when I'm pissed, you know. <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, I'm pissed at this point. I'm looking, I'm like, I'm gonna kill you, bro. And he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's laughing his ass off inside. He's like, He's having a, such a hard time holding his composure together. Mm. He walked out at one point. He was having such a hard time holding it together. He was laughing so hard. You yeah. Know? He, was, he was eating that up, man. He was eating it up. I was like, made sure they had no phones. I was like, they, one dude Do pulled out a phone. I was like, nope, not this, brother. No, no. way. I was like, Angel, collect those phones or I'm done. Man. Yeah, you know? yeah. And at this point, I'm hungry. I'm trying to get in. You know Jacob that you interviewed? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got him in. I got him in very easily. It mm-hmm. was rough, it was rough for me to get in. You know, it was a little harder. I had to meet those guys, and there's Angel had me only working for him. When I say uh, I was his Cadillac, he meant it. He wanted me only for himself. You mm-hmm. know, he was thinking business too. Yeah. You know, he was also thinking like, yes, this guy's cool and everything, but you know, at the end of the day, it's about making money. Yeah, for sure. So th- you know, I had to make some deals and stuff that you know ended up. We're still cool, but you know, he was little upset you know because i branched off on my own later yeah like yeah before we you know before like he wanted me to be for like two years to be with him and it was just too long to dedicate you know i wanted to branch up on myself well you know? yeah it's also like i mean you don't want to be paying somebody if you can pay you know have it all for yourself right well he was getting shows from other companies and one sometimes times i was working only for tips oh. and um, i could go work for those companies myself and yeah. get the tips and half my base pay yeah you know for what I'm saying? sure so I had to weigh those, but uh, anyway, so I was just like, I was very uncomfortable, you know, laying down and they put him very close to the ass and dude comes and he fucking licks my fucking ass crack with this long ass fucking tongue, man. <gasps> oh no. 
I swear, dude had his thing under his tongue cut. Like, what's it called? La- oh. Labia or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? The, the, I don't even know labia? what it's called. It's I not, no, no, no. No, it's some, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the dentist told me they could cut it or something. So to I know that the tongue out. Oh, that's that so his interesting. Yeah. So he had a long tongue. He licked your fucking tongue. ass crack. I looked back and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Aww. I was like, what is this feeling? It's like you're being violated. Yeah, and I looked over. I'm like, and at the time, I'm such being, I don't want to ruin my opportunity. You know, well, like I yeah. said, I, I mean, got Jacob like in. It was hard for me. And you like, don't even know like what your boundaries could be, like how to enforce those things. So many strippers, I bet, have been taken advantage of. A hundred percent. When they're 100%. first getting in, because they want really get in. And yeah, because like, bosses you know, probably having them do shit. I can imagine, assholes. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's like licking my fucking ass crack, you know? And it was just, I was so uncomfortable and i looked at angel i'm like Aww. dude no 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 you know and then he was just like about to say something and at that point i was like no 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 stop 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 and i like got up and i like ran to the bathroom i was, like, I was like super uncomfortable and i came back out and i gave him a hug and shit and i was like oh, we're all good take pictures but with the guy with yeah with everyone i was just being professional at the end but i had to get my composure together in the bathroom oh, man you know, I felt well, I like mean, fucking like, like violated. Well, that's you know like saying? sexual assault, though. That's what I felt like. You know, I mean, that's what it was, because it's like you know, if it, say you were like a woman in this position, oh. and some guy decided to do that, like a motherfucker be in prison. Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's like you didn't consent to that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Yeah. So I mean, of course, like any normal person would need a fucking second to like, and it's amazing that you were able to come back and like, you know be gracious enough to like continue the show and all of that after going through it i figured you know stuff like this is gonna happen it's better to just happen right now and i i get a taste for it and i can know how to handle it at this point is what I, that's what i had to tell myself in the bathroom yeah because i almost was ready to just drop an opportunity that i've been waiting for for what felt like a lifetime yeah you know because even though while i was doing construction i always thought the whole like magic mike thing was really cool when it came out yeah and it was out for like a year before i you know, met dude and everything. I was like, man, I wonder if that really exists and stuff. You know, I, that would be like so awesome. And for me to end up getting in all this time down the line and give it up because, you know, of a sexual assault, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like yeah. raped or anything. But I mean, it's so. like, it's hard to like, you know, be put in that position and like, you know, Just swallow the, you know, the, swallow it and have to make the choice, you know, like, do I just continue on or what, you know? Like, yeah. it shouldn't have to be that choice. Yeah, I totally agree. And that's how I felt at that point, you know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. felt, like, violated. You know, so yeah. Like, but, um, yeah, now I know how to avoid situations like yeah. that. I don't put the dollars on me and have when, when it's the guys doing it. I just No. Because they, they overstep. They do. Yeah, you know they do, the for sure. Do, I mean, men do know? and women. I mean, in my experience, women go fucking crazy. I'm sorry, you're right. What am I thinking? I just don't mind it as much. Yeah, it's just like a different, right? <laughs> I'm over here thinking like it doesn't happen. Fuck, no, it happens all the time. Yeah, fuck yeah. It, it just does. doesn't piss me off like that. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I mean, it's like what you're okay with, like the levels of it, you know? Like, yeah. Because, I mean, for me, like women do the most disrespectful stuff. Like a woman, like, will push the most boundaries for me on stage. Like men will push boundaries more like in private dances and stuff. But like women... They will straight up like reach for my pussy. And what about the or, girls you work with, they ever disrespect you too? No. Oh uh, well, the women that I work with, like I mean, I've like had like some arguments with women, but it's like my current club, not at all, because everybody's very chill. 
it's like very family atmosphere. Everybody's like friendly and like just super kind. Okay. But like, and I worked at another club and like I got into a fight with a girl and not a fight. I got into like an argument with a girl who was upset because, because I started wearing butt plugs and it was her thing. And she was like, that's gangster. I'm the girl who wears butt plugs at this place. I started it. So you just rock it while you're walking around? Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, it's I mean. so, it's like that's super gangster. common now. Like, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Women I've, never, walk- I've never like seen that. Uh, you know what? I haven't been to strip club in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I probably got to go. Yeah. <laughs> this is all over for sure. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Women wear jewel butt plugs all the time now. Like at any nude club, you're going to see like at least a couple girls with like jewel butt plugs in. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So she was a girl in the jewel butt plug and she got upset that I was wearing them. I was like, okay, sure. Like, I'll stop wearing them whenever you're around, whenever we're working at the same time. You know what? That's, that's such ego shit, you know? It's like you didn't make that. Yeah. When I was in Palm Springs, I worked for Zelda's nightclub and mm-hmm. I would do a male review there every Friday for a few years, which uh-huh. was epic nights, man. That's the spot. My friend wrote a book and he talks about it a lot. Andy the Gypsy, he wrote uh, Tales from the Strip, which is an interesting book. Maybe you can interview oh, that guy cool. too. Oh, cool. Oh, Tales from the Strip? Tales from the Strip. He's yeah, an audiobook too. I love it. Oh, it's God. It's a 13 hour audiobook, I think. It's, it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. But, um, so I was working at the, uh, at the nightclub where, where was I going with that where, I'm sorry I lost my oh camera. we were talking about like people just being petty about shit that they claim is theirs like, oh yeah yeah them. absolutely so uh, there was this guy Cuba that worked there and uh, he's my co-worker another male dancer uh-huh. and he uh, rips his tank top so and he does cop well he does a swat a bootleg swat and everyone knows I'm Billy Rock I do the fucking cop that's my signature <laughs> you know what I mean and Billy like, Rock I do the fucking cop yeah I don't <laughs> care like this guy had like he had years on me at the club. Yeah. But I was like the guy. I, I would orga- orchestrate, like, I would run everything. I would make sure everything was good. I passed out all the flyers. I did, like, you know, the promotions. Like, you know, I handled all the private parties that would come in. Like, I had a, a deal with that club. Yeah. Like, fucking, I'm sorry if you've been here longer, but, nigga, like, I'm I'm running shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I'm the one in charge. Mm-hmm. And um, anyway, so I stopped doing the cop. Okay, so I made a military mm-hmm. uniform uh, thing. Yeah. So he rips his fucking tank top. So in my military one, I rip my tank top. Yeah. And because I go before him, I can't rip my tank top now. This was right before the club got shut down oh permanently, <sighs> which was in 2019. Oh. And I couldn't believe it. It was gangstered me out of my cop, and then and then the tank top thing, and that reminded me of your story about where you're. It's talking just about like with the you know plug. you can't. You don't own these things. You don't own it. It's like, it's a trope of male stripping that you rip off your top. Like, how yeah. many movies have we seen that in? Like, you can't yeah. just be like, that's my thing. Like, yeah. Some girl that just didn't like his look came up to him and said, you stole that from the first guy. <laughs> you know? And then it pissed him off and he came and told me. I'm like, oh, you, we have way Fragile. bigger shit to worry about, bro, than that. Like, yeah. Come on, dude. Yeah, you come know? on, guy. It's like... We got business. We we're do not business fighting together for this. We're not too. fighting for the same shit, you know? Like, we're yeah. all in this together. Yeah, we I all give private parties on the side, too. Yeah. Come on, dude. I'm feeding you. Yeah. You know? We're all like... All these dudes learned when, when I had Yelp, and Yelp took away my business, because it's in our industry, you know? Yeah. And... Did, um, they, did they shut you um, down because of, like, SESTA-FOSTA? Uh, they shut us down, from what I understand, was because... Um, there was peop- there was there was a few different reasons. So it was the human trafficking thing was going on. So it was like a big thing. It was a, a 
what was that online website back page? Oh yeah, back, so, so back that's page. the Sesta Fosta thing. Okay, so, so yeah, yeah, that was that was it. Yeah, that oh was my the God, biggest reason I got crazy. taken down. Yeah. And then there was some girls on there trying to escort uh-huh. and say they were striptease dancers and fuck, fuck oh. me. I had a full honest business on there. Um, not saying that's not an honest business, but you can't advertise that on Yelp. There's other ways <laughs> to advertise that. Come yeah. on, sweetheart. You know what I mean? You know, if you're gonna I mean, do it, you know, do, do it smart. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I'm out here for, like, decrim and and all, but it's just, like, you know, it's crazy that they would, I mean, the thing about it is, like, you're a legal profession, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, you should, you're a business, you file taxes, Mm -hmm. you are declared, you know? Like, why shouldn't you have a Yelp page? Yes, and the the fucked up thing was, I was, Yelp separated people. It helped people know the the bad from the from the good. Yeah. And people didn't like that, so they were like attacking me. They were writing such negative Yelp. I had uh. a competitor that paid a a firm, you know, a company that does social media stuff, mm-hmm. to create fake accounts and write negative reviews on my shit all day long. And it was oh I battled that. I went through so much stress with that and everything, came out on top. Yelp filtered most of them, and uh, when I would report them, and I would name some facts that I thought and stuff that some mm-hmm. things that I put together that were violating the terms mm-hmm. um, when I could prove it it was a lot of work by the way yeah, uh, I would I get a lot of them taken down but I lost a lot of my positive reviews in return I oh. was once held with over 400 five star oh Yelp reviews God, that's recommended an, that's Yelp incredible reviews. that's like huge for any business right yeah number one in the USA oh you my know, God. number one and yeah. I was only had my business listed in LA and Palm Springs mm-hmm. In Palm Springs. I had another 150 something reviews. Mm-hmm. And then in LA I had almost, it was almost four. So you're looking over 500 reviews recommended. And there's so many on the non-recommended list too. And then mm-hmm. you know, gangster, I got an email one morning while I'm getting my car washed. And, um, at this point I had herniated my, my disc in my oh, lower no. back. So I couldn't even dance, oh. you know, for a yeah. year I couldn't dance. And like, it still hurts me to these days. Like, I got to stretch, you yeah, know, and stuff no, like that. I got to stretch all yeah. the time, you know. it's it, 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 it bugs me. That's why you see me kind of moving How around. did that happen? Um, so I was hanging upside down at the gym oh. with those, uh, you know, those boots, the teeter. The weighted thing? They're like teeter. They're called like teeter boots or something. The teeter totter, something like that. You hang upside down with them. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like inversion. Yeah, yeah. But um, I wanted these boots because I seen some guy at the gym have them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, those look cool. That looks like it stretched my my back because yeah, I, yeah. I already had like degeneration in my back from uh-huh. doing construction and uh-huh. um, back then I wasn't very healthy because I would just you know pop Norcos and and <laughs> work all day long without drinking much water and yeah. it, was, it did damage to my spine you yeah. know and so it was already it was already like hurting you know like a little you know it's get a little more than a little bit you know yeah. what I'm saying and I was on the painkillers so um you know, this looked like an opportunity to stretch my back out. And by the way, my back pain did get better when I started working out, and it's phenomenal. Compared, I mean, I injured every now and then. Like I was down for a week this past week. That's why it kind of bugs a little bit. But, mm-hmm. um, but every now and then I'll injure it. But for the most part, I'm pretty. I got it pretty strong. I know what to do, and it doesn't. I don't let it affect my mindset as much mm-hmm. anymore. You know what I mean? Unless you're freshly injured. Yeah. That will mess with your mind. But um, but yeah, I, I was hanging upside down and. Uh, it felt so good that I wanted to add more of a stretch to it. Oh. So I looked around for weights and I got the 25 pounds Ooh. and it felt so good that I went and got more. And I ended up getting 45 pounds and I put them in each hand. And oh. I was hanging upside down while holding that. And I didn't have the strongest core. Like I'd work really hard on my core now, but back then I didn't work as hard on it. Yeah. And um, it, 
it just it herniated. It tore my disc open oh. and pulled them out of place. I couldn't walk or anything. Oh, God. For, like, it was hard to walk for, like, a good two weeks. I couldn't oh, get out of my. bed. I, like, everything locked me up. And I was like, oh, you know. Oh. And um, when I do get injured from time to time, I experience a little bit of that. But it's nothing like that. That, that was the yeah. worst thing I ever felt. It was like, I can't even describe how bad it was to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, just sheer pain throughout the whole body, you know. And, um, yeah, so that's that's how I uh, that's how I did that. And, um, now I, you know, I work on different things to maintain and like I said, I keep it pretty strong and, um, and don't let it affect me as much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's intense though. <laughs> yeah, All right. So we need to pause for a quick commercial break. Americans flush hundreds of animals down the toilet every year. I'm Michael Bones. My name is Bones. I give you loans to flush your animals on toilet bowls. Americans do it. I can prove it. I breed animals in the sewer. You came and you saw. Now it's time to come to terms with it. If you've ever flushed an animal down the toilet, you might have wondered where they go next. The sanitation workers across the world call me. My name is Mike. The price is Spike. So I made a market out of what I like. Toilet bowls, Michael Bones. I saw your animals in my home. Yeah, that's right. They're in my house, and they are all alive and well, blood pumping, serotonin popping. You didn't want them? I was ambivalent, and here we are. So vote Michael Bones, third-party candidate in the 2020 presidential election. A vote for me is truly one of the votes I've ever seen. Michael Bones, the real is known. B-O-A-N-S, that's Bones. I'm here to win, so let me in. We can do it, so let's begin. Peace out, America. And we're back. Hey, hey. So uh, we're going to wind down this episode. Where can we find you on social media? Uh, so you can find me on Instagram at Billy Rock Entertainment. You can look me up on YouTube, Billy Rock Entertainment as well. It's the account. There's two of them. It's the account that has like 650 subs- subscribers. Um, I have TikTok. Oh, hell yeah. Pretty known on that one. I got like 75,000. That's kind of cool. What? Yeah. Fuck yeah. I got one video that blew up. Two videos that blew up, but one got like 8.4 million views. Hell yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Congrats. Thanks. The other one got like 1.4, so it's like 10 together. Oh my God. And that got most of the following, so that's cool. That's I got to start so making dope. more videos. Yeah, though. right? Yeah. TikTok, TikTok yeah. is like really kind of the quarantine moment. Yeah, and it's coming up, and I feel like it's going to be a really good platform in these next oh, it's few huge. years. Yeah, yeah totally. it's a good business opportunity. It is. Once I hit like a quarter million, I could start making some money off of it. You know? Oh, yeah. So, totally. anyway, uh, you can find me on there, Billy Rock Entertainment. Uh, I do have Twitter as well. Um, I check it every now and then <laughs> billy rock underscore ent uh let's see um not really on facebook Instagram. i think that's all of them right dope sounds like it that's uh, all it's got to be oh snapchat <laughs> snapchat um, yeah i was on snapchat brother channel so that's kind of cool um it, they air it once brother or twice channel? a year yeah they have a, a channel called brother channel Okay. So it's basically like a show on there. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, remember the LA TV interview I sent you? Mm-hmm, yeah. So it's like um, how, like, it's like similar to BuzzFeed. Okay. You know what I'm gotcha. talking about? Like a little, little mini news station. Cute. Uh, so it's a Snapchat news station. And the, they featured me on there. They did the exotic dancer interview. And um, yeah, they aired twice a year. So I do have a decent following on there. And I should probably go on there more. But it's uh, Dougie Freshness too. Dougie Freshness. That thing is pre-Billy Rock, yo. <laughs> <laughs> you kept it from the early days. I would have changed it to Billy Rock, to be honest. But yeah. it doesn't, I don't know. I can't figure it out. 
Sorry about that. That's all good. <laughs> all right. I am Selena the Stripper. You can follow me on Instagram at Pretty Boy Girl. You can uh, follow the Instagram for this project at Ho in the Know, H E A U X I N T A G K N E A U X. It's spelled out. Um, you can support this project via Patreon by donating, you know, however much you feel a dollar, $10 a month um, at The Real Pretty Boy Girl. So thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of How in the Note. Like, subscribe, comment. Love you. Bye. More money. I want your money. I want more money. 